Hello, and welcome. This is Carolyn Merced. You're listening to Song Stories, Quiet Stories, Podcast Series, Episode Zero. You've probably never heard my name before. I live a quiet life, as many of you do, out of the spotlight. I'm a nice and friendly, half-Hispanic grandma, singer-songwriter, tortilla maker. I obsess about a few things. And one of my passions is keeping a journal, writing a personal history. I have volumes and volumes of handwritten, typewritten, digital, and photo journals. I want you to keep one too if you don't already. You don't have to obsess about it and you can call it whatever you want. Just write something about the everyday quiet or noisy things you do. Your life is probably more interesting than you think it is. In my upcoming episodes, I'm going to tell you stories with songs about people I know or have known who lead quiet, influential lives. And then I'm going to give you one or two writing prompts from the theme you'll hear in the song story. You'll have a couple of weeks to toss around ideas of what to write, and then I'll be back with another song story and more writing prompts. No pressure, but if you decide to write, you'll be glad you did. People you care about will be glad you did. I will be glad you did. And I would love for you to let me know how you're doing with it. So today, I'll tell you a little bit about myself and play a couple of my tunes. And then, each of the next seven episodes will feature one of the scenes of my new musical play, telling the story behind the story. In episode number eight and on, I'll tell more musical stories of remarkable people who you probably haven't heard of. I grew up in the 1960s in Taos, New Mexico. I learned to play the guitar and wrote my first song while I was in high school during the 1970s. The guitar teacher didn't play the guitar, but instead drew chord diagrams on the chalkboard with real chalk and required me and each of my classmates to sing and accompany ourselves in front of the class every Friday. My first guitar was a $25 special, complete with vinyl gig bag. Luckily, the neck broke before Christmas, letting me feel justified in asking my parents for a better guitar that wouldn't need to have the neck repaired with epoxy and filament tape. I listened along with my older brother and sister to The Beatles, Simon and Garfunkel, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and Creedence Clearwater Revival. When they left home, I added Linda Ronstadt and Fleetwood Mac to the stack of LPs my siblings left behind, and the tunes wafting through the wooden record player console eventually evolved through the decades into my iTunes playlist with a little Alison Krauss, Chris Proctor, and Maisie and Lennon throw in with the predecessors. What genres of music do you listen to? Because of these musical influences, I consider myself to be a folksy, bluegrassy singer who can't write a song without inserting a flat seven chord here and there. If you were a songwriter, what style of song would you write? 
My first weekly gig was back in the early 1990s at noon on Fridays at Chumley's Vegetarian Cafe in Hurricane, Utah, where I was paid with a large slice of cheese lasagna. At another gig at a local restaurant, I once fell into the hot tub during a break in between sets, and no one even mentioned my wet dress afterwards. But I got a lot of tips that night. Since then, I've played at fairs, celebrations, festivals, private parties, fundraisers, and so forth. Now that I think of it, all of those events would be celebrations. I've self-produced three CDs, People Change, He Is My Song, and My Gray Sky to Blue, which are available on iTunes, Spotify, and CDBaby.com, and two cassettes, but I won't go there. I recently finished writing and recording a one-woman musical, Tales of Tila, which is set in Taos, New Mexico, based on my lively Hispanic tortilla-making grandma's life. It's also on CD and online on the same sites, iTunes, Spotify, cdbaby.com. I hope to take this show on tour. I also hope to have the energy to do it. I'm very grateful to the local musicians who have contributed to my CD projects. John Houston, Gordon Strang, Lyle Crowley, Ryan Tilby, Loretta and Pat Swansboro, Wayne Metzler, and Paula Ferrario. I've been a member of a couple of local bands that have since disbanded. I play the guitar and have studied with Trish Gale, Richard Hart, and will resume my role as a student of Lyle Crowley before I lose my calluses. I dabble with the banjo, mandolin, and harmonica. I'm an original, but now former member of the John Houston Gospel Choir in St. George, Utah. If you're into the Southern Utah community theater scene, you may have recently seen me. That was a pun. In the Adams Family musical, The Importance of Being Earnest, The Great Circus Caper, Thoroughly Modern Millie, and Harvey. My play, Tales of Tila, will be at the Electric Theater in St. George, October 12th and 13th, 2018. Two nights only, don't miss it. My remarkable five children and their incredible spouses have given me and my husband, Rich, 13 grandchildren. Some of these youngsters jam with me in my music studio, and some of them dance with me. So that you don't envy my life, I want you to know that I don't sleep enough at night. I scrub the toilet and shower and make the beds for my Airbnb. I just changed my cat's disgusting litter box, and I'm allergic to cats. And I can only eat carrots, broccoli, and chicken without breaking out. Sometimes I eat the broccoli first. I'll stop talking now and let you listen to my procrastination song, Something Else. I'm really good at putting things off, like cleaning my vacation rental as soon as the guests leave. I think... I might be addicted to Facebook and not keeping house, as you'll hear in the song after that, Domestic Desperation. What unpleasant tasks do you put off? Do you have any avoidance behaviors? Listen. 
get on Facebook, chat with my friends. Do you know what I mean? That's what I do when I'm not doing something else. That's how I stew when I should be doing something else. Well, I can't. Just yet. It makes my fingernail soft, hurts my playing. Oh, you bet. That's what I do when I'm not doing something else. That's how I stew when I should be.
Come back next time for episode number one. Subscribe now at mycarolynmerset.com or iTunes so you don't miss it. You know how I told you I'm an actress too? A long time ago, I watched this talented lady performing a one woman musical play about her husband's great grandmother. I loved the play and tried to get permission to perform it too, but they wanted to keep it in the family. Around that time, my siblings had appointed me as a family historian, probably because I'd kept a journal for years and had shown interest in our family ancestry. Soon after they piled the family records onto my lap, I came across my grandma Tila's personal history. In it, she tells how at age 10, she was a family bread maker. And when her older brothers would come home from working in the fields, they'd grab her tortillas from off the table, eat them, and call them crackers. So she goes into the garden and in between the rows of corn, prays for help. I knew as soon as I read the story that I had to do something with it. So, por favor, come back for episode one and hear the rest of the tortilla tale. This is Carolyn Merced. Thanks for listening. Thanks for writing. <laughs>